hate this already. Would you rather spend a year alone in a space station or spend a year alone in a deep sea submarine? Okay, I hate the ocean. On a on a personal level, I would rather be in the space station. Is it just because you'd rather be in space or you hate the ocean that much? It's the combination of both. I understand it if you'd rather be in space. I don't understand it if if it's that you that you just hate the ocean that much because that seems illogical to me. And then I think that you're maybe not as good a guy as I originally thought and I kind Ex- of like what? I like start to question what? like my friendship a little bit and I'm like I'm thinking I mean I've been questioning our friendship since the beginning of time. So this is nothing new to me. Maybe we don't need a structured opening. We just need to start off with something. So, Bear. Hello. Now that we have... Yeah, hello. You didn't even greet Can me. Can I talk? That... You didn't even I say did. hello. You just addressed me. That's not a greeting. That is a, that is a greeting. Okay, I'm, I'm getting really stressed your... out. Just continue. <sighs> okay. Hello, Bear. Hello, Nicholas. You've told me um, that you have a uh, sort of a juicy tale to tell. I mean, I wouldn't really say it's juicy. It's just just a kind of, I guess you would say, disastrous event occurred to me. But now that like it's, I, I've I've kind of gotten over it, so I may not be able to tell it with the same vigor that I would have had before, but I can still try and channel that anger I had that day and present. Well, let me help you with that actually. Let's you. I want to I want to get you in the same headspace. Let's role play. I don't know the story, but maybe if you could tell me like a character position that I should take against you that would sort of put you in the headspace I, I mean, to be able to tell the story. I didn't really like have any uh, interaction with anybody else in the story. It was just me, myself. So, is there any is there any sort of part I could play in interacting with you? To not not really. Is there any like thing that I could do? I think like, just I like know. listening to you right now is kind of getting me back into that mindset. What you're saying that just listening to my voice is aggravating you? Yeah. A little bit, yes, it's irritating. That's, I mean, we have a podcast together. That's so. I never, I never, I, I never said I disliked hearing it. Maybe I, I like getting irritated. Oh, it's it's a what do they call that? That's a. Uh, you mean I'm a masochist? Yeah, there's a sadist and a masochist, but wait, which one is which? Masochist is the one that likes getting beat. And sadist is the one who likes to beat? Yeah. Damn. So it's like, I mean, I guess I am a little bit of a masochist then. I guess you are because you, but I think you're also just more of an asshole. <laughs> because really what what it is is you just told me that my voice is annoying and it hurts your ears. But because I you're a masochist. I didn't say that second part. I just said your voice is irritating. Irritating? As in it hurts your ears? 
why don't you jump right into the situation well, the yeah, mise-en-scene so, well yeah i was saying it was a pretty disastrous day you know i i kind of made a mistake and it took a toll on me mentally and physically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i really haven't you know it's like with the whole with the whole quarantine thing you're supposed to stay inside but like i know you you go on runs and walk your dog and whatever i mean like i haven't since this incident i just haven't felt the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i just don't want to go outside anymore i don't know what'll happen if i go outside so you have the anxiety I have, yeah, I have an anxiety of leaving. Yes, because you did go. I know that you, I, you yes. like play basketball I, and like you do a bunch. Yeah, of I stuff. went. I went outside that day, and it really, it really damaged me. And this was like a week ago on the outside and on the inside. Yeah, I think it was last Wednesday, maybe. Okay. So yeah, you know, like for a while, I've had this pretty big initiative. I've been trying to lose. I actually, weight. didn't know that. I've told you this several times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think I've told this to people as well several times. When people say things to me, I'm sort of like thinking about like my things and like what I want. Uh, yes, I know yeah. that, but I expected you to listen to like me, but okay. <sighs> it's okay. I was pretty fat going into winter break. Or not going into winter break. When I got back to school after winter break. For the hibernation. Yes. I reached a peak of 210 pounds. So it got pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a, a personal reference for that. except I mean, I guess you're like I, 140 pounds. 125. So just like, Jesus, I'm almost twice your weight. Actually. Yeah, it's kind of insane. But like to compare, because I'm not physically around you a lot these days because of the quarantine and because of the Pittsburgh of it all. Compared to you in high school when I was last hanging out with I am you a lot. Definitely bigger. I was 170 in high school. In fact, I was down to 160 when I went to freshman year of college. Which that's just like normal that's like that, I completely was, yes, like average I, I was almost normal i had a little bit of chub but i wasn't fat after freshman I think year you're, yeah i was fat okay and so it's been my uh long time goal and i think only recently have i been taking it seriously to lose weight and actually recently i i was finally under 190 pounds for the first time since freshman year that's really good yeah, I was 188. And so I was I was riding on a high. I was like, Jesus, I feel great. You know, I'm eating less. I'm exercising a lot. And so for the most Are you getting your veggies? I I do eat a lot of veggies. Any veggie Ooh. I can get, except for the Asian nice. ones cuz I don't like the way they taste. What what Asian veggies are you avoiding specifically? I abhor bok choy. I think I do as well, but I have no specific qualm against Asiatic vegetables. I think bok choy gets on my nerves. Okay, that's a weird stance to take. You have a vendetta against a plant? Bok choy is the kind of food that if my parents want me to eat it, I will actively just not even bother chewing and just shove it down my throat so I don't have to taste anything. 
I can relate to that because the last time I had to eat beets, that's exactly what I did. Yeah, yeah, it's it's exactly that. I just don't chew. I just hold my breath. I like take a swig of water so it goes down easier, like a pill. Oh yeah, it's just like get the get it into my stomach, and then I can eat the good stuff afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I've been eating my veggies. I've just been eating less in general. I mean, I've been playing basketball every so often. I've been doing, like, at-home exercises. And so last week was the first time in a while, actually, that I was like, all right, I'm going to go on a run today. I'm going to start back up my two-mile runs. Was that an all at all inspired by my story and my no. running interaction? Uh, actually, a little bit, yes. Not so much your interaction, just that oh, I wanted okay. to go on a run. So you weren't looking to meet someone special no, like uh, I have. My, there aren't many interactions that go on in my neighborhood. I think my, like your neighborhood's already pretty quiet. Aside from the dog yeah. walkers, like my neighborhood, you don't even see dog walkers. But I, I went out, I think, 7 o'clock. So it was like just around the time where people stopped going out. So I wasn't really expecting to see anyone. Maybe like another runner, maybe. But aside from that, nothing much else because my neighborhood's pretty quiet otherwise. From from the very beginning of my run, it was already starting to get kind of scuffed. You know, with the new uh, new phones these days, they don't have the earphone dongle. I have the Pixel S4. It only has the it only has the Thunderbolt. It's actually a USB C. But whatever it's called but you know with that i can't plug in earphones i don't have like an extra pair of headphones i can use and i'm like i'm not gonna run without music i gotta hype myself up a little bit with the music right you know i got my anime playlist i got my rock playlist i got everything i need right and so my dad has like a treasure trove of different wires and whatever so i'm like all right dad probably has one i can borrow for for a, a sec Hold on. Are you telling me that prior to this, you never listened to like music with like headphones on your phone? I never ran with this phone. Okay. The difference is in Pittsburgh, I would run like late at night. So I would just play music through the phone speakers instead of That's interesting. What did you just have it like sitting in your pocket? I just had it in my pocket. Yeah. Huh. Okay. But it was still light out. So I was, I guess I was. I was subconsciously expecting there to be people outside, so I didn't want to disturb them with my music. Yeah, plus you're in like a small sort of neighborhood. Yeah. Like it's more... Instead of, yeah, more business, like roads in Pittsburgh. So my dad has the dongle that translates the headphone jack into USB-C. Mm-hmm. And so he lets me get that, and then he has an extra pair of headphones I can use. And so like I'm preparing for the whole run, right? I'm getting my water beforehand. I'm just stretching it out because I don't want to like tear something again. I go outside and then I, I'm like, all right, let me get my music in. I check my pockets and the USB-C dongle has disappeared. Not even two minutes into my run, not even 30 seconds into my run. It's already going to shit. And even before that, even before I lost the dongle, I didn't even know that I didn't have running shoes at home. I have a lot of basketball shoes at home, 
and I used to use my dad's running shoes, but then my dad walks with like a weird gait. <laughs> the left side of the left shoe and the right side of the right shoe are completely worn down to the point where when I wore them, it looked like I was limping. I can't wear these on a run. I will legit roll my ankle. I ask, I ask my mom, like, do I have any running shoes? And she's like, you should, but I guess I threw them out. Your mom does tend to do that, I've found. Yeah, for no reason at all. Didn't, didn't she throw away that, like, awesome painting Dustin made of you? No, that's still up there. I told her not to. Oh, okay. Thank God. I should move it downstairs, actually. It's still in the upstairs study room, but I'm in the, I'm working in the basement. Yeah, so I'm looking for my running shoes. My mom's like, no, you don't have any. And so, like, it's fine running in basketball shoes, but, you know, they don't aerate your feet as well. As an uneducated basketball occasional attendee, I'm not familiar as much of the difference between basketball shoes and regular running shoes. Like, besides the thickness and the aeration is a really... The particular shoes that I'm rocking are pretty clunky. And so, like, they, like, actually make your feet feel heavier. Like, I, I'm a big sweater in all areas of my body. God, what a great image. So, like, my feet tend to s sweat a lot. So, unfortunately, not having the aeration tends to make it much worse. I think I should have taken me losing the dongle for my headphones and me not having running shoes into account that I should not have gone on this run. It's the situation that always occurs when you try and do something and you try and be proactive and then everything falls apart. The world just wants you not to try. After I find out that I've lost the dongle, I like walk back into the house. I'm like, dad, have you seen the dongle? And he's, he's like, dude, I literally just gave it to you two minutes ago. I lost my keys for four months. Like, in my Pittsburgh house. Oh, my God. I think you're just a forgetful person. I am very forgetful. Like, I have a good long-term memory, but my short-term memory, for some reason, is so bad. I have trouble, like, separating reality from my mind. Yeah, it's crazy to me. And so from there, I, I begin my run. 50 seconds in, I really start feeling it in my legs and my lungs. I, I took inspiration from you. I was going to do the sprints and then the stops because my ultimate goal is to lose weight, right? You got pacer lung? Yeah. Yeah, I got pacer lung. So here's the issue. Since I've gotten back to Colorado from Pittsburgh, which is a, a good deal lower in elevation. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. I haven't really done any rigorous exercise. Like, I've only just been doing push-ups and squats at home. So... Usually in Pittsburgh, I can sprint for a long time playing basketball. I can keep running for two to three hours on end. 50 seconds to a minute here, I'm really bad with elevation. My lungs literally start to collapse, and I'm having trouble breathing. I had a headache for like two days. So I, yeah, I was running, you know, my lungs start to break down. But, you know, I'm, I'm just internally telling myself, I'm like, don't be a little bitch. You're going to finish this two-mile run. I'm telling myself I have the lungs of the goat. I'm like, all right, if I can't take this right now, I'm, I'm just going to go a slow jog, and then I'm going to go go walk, like take a short break of a walk. The only issue is I pressured myself so much during the run because of the lack of exercise I've done 
as well as me having done 100 squats the day before. Shouldn't have done that. My right leg starts to break down as well. So here I am, one mile into my run. I'm limping with a pretty hard limp on my right leg, which I'm pretty sure started to cramp up. And I can barely breathe. I was physically dying. You're like a runaway robot and you can see on your like eyes screen, you can see, oh, there's a malfunction in the lungs and then you keep running. Then there's a malfunction with the right leg and you're just like running and you're getting like chased by guys on blasters and they're taking out your well, left here's arm, the thing. your left leg. That's, that's, this is where we get into the worst part. But after this ad break... It's a dog and a mic. Do you, you're bringing that back already? <laughs> a dog and a mic. A dog and a microphone. I guess we need to we need to follow through with that or something and make a real dog on a mic podcast. Like hook up a poodle for a podcast. You can just hook up Sadie. Yeah, Sadie would not sit still for that long we just, you know she has too much I mean, energy we, we just give her a ball try and take it from her mouth have her growl a little bit into a mic and then let her go on her way i really felt like i was getting chased by people towards the end and that's it's mainly the reason why i don't want to leave the house for at least another month now so now you're even more this is affected <laughs> like this, right now this, at this point in my run, I've only been physically beaten, but I've been physically beaten several times. I think we should we should uh, stipulate that when you say physically beaten, you don't mean <laughs> that like domestically. Well, there was no domestic violence taken against you. You mean that you were you were physically pushed to your limit, battered and bruised by myself. Uh huh. Okay, sure. It was it was self uh self-inflicted. So the first part of my run is like I'm running towards the outside of the neighborhood. And then like for the second half of my run, I'm running along the outside like houses of the neighborhood. And then for the last portion is when I run back into the neighborhood and then go into my house. Where I'm starting to feel the physical pain is along the outskirts. So I'm still pretty far from my destination, but like I'm like I, I just keep telling myself, you got to push through this. This is just going to make you a better man. So the only issue is I have like, I don't know, I guess I have like a weird thing in my throat. Can I just stop you here? Because you keep going and it's like you keep having more and more parts of your body are like injured as you tell this story. That's I'm the expecting point. by the end of this, like you've, you've lost what your right leg, your lungs are gone your voice, your throat is shot. By the end of this, I'm, I think you're going to have like, you're going to have pink eye. You're going to be fully incapacitated. Two torn Achilles, left ACL is gone. MCL had to be removed. Oh my Lord. Elbow bent yeah. the wrong way. Shattered tendons all throughout the fingers. Actually missing a jugular. So I shouldn't even be alive right now, but you know. I guess I haven't gotten 100% better from my, f like, a really bad fever I had earlier in the year. I get a lot of buildup in my throat that I really feel the need to, like, spit it out, yeah. you know? And so here's here's the only issue. By this time, I'm already in back inside the neighborhood. 
And so I'm like, I'm just looking around. I don't want people to think bad of me. I'm spitting in their lawn. Like, who the hell does that, right? Well, I do. Yeah, you're a little different. But me, I care about my reputation. I look around. I make sure there's no one around. And then I, like, hawk a huge loogie and just spit it out. Like a deer in headlights, I look up. Right in front of me, the garage has opened. Two teenagers staring at me. I just spat in their lawn right next to their tire. What else can I do but pretend to just keep jogging forward as if I did nothing and didn't even acknowledge them? So they saw you? They saw me spit. I didn't notice them. I guess in my tired, physically beaten state, I didn't see them like right in front of me. But as soon as I cleared my throat and spat on their lawn, I look up. They're right there. Were they... They were looking at me. Were they like opening the garage door? The garage was open already. Oh, so you were just, you were just unaware. Yeah. And so I'm starting to be like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. But like at the same time, I don't want to acknowledge that I've done it. Unfortunately, I choose to pretend that I didn't do it. And I continue on my run. And so there was a reason they were standing out there, right? Right now in Colorado, and I guess all over the country, we have the, the 8 o'clock wolf howls. Right, which is a whole thing to get into, which I think we both share. We have the same sentiment. And that we don't agree with the sentiment. <laughs> I think that night I actually asked you guys whether or not you knew about the howl, because I know for a fact I didn't know about the howl. Right after I spit on their lawn and pretend to start running away as if I didn't notice them, these two kids start howling. I feel their piercing gaze behind me, and then I start to hear them howl like, what the hell are you going to think? These kids are going to come after me, <laughs> and they're going to destroy me. I can see it all playing out in my mind like an episode of a sitcom. Yes, everything is falling apart. In my mind. It's classic irony. That's what's happening here. This is what like storytellers use. This is classic irony where everybody else knows something that you don't. And so it negatively affects your interpretation. And so these two kids start howling. I think they're howling at me like on my run. I thought they were howling at me for spitting on their lawn. I look behind me. There's another lady on the walk. And she starts howling too. And I'm just like, Jesus, what the hell is going on here? I got three people howling at me. I look over to my left, another family, they're howling back and forth at each other. I thought I wa my neighborhood turned into a cult where everybody just howls for no reason at all. And all I'm doing, I'm just trying to go on my run. I'm running through this whole street now. I started at one end of the street. These kids start howling. I keep running through. Every family I see just howling at me. That's a good lyric. I'm just trying to lose some weight. You have to imagine how I felt. I spat on some kid's lawn and they start howling at me. My reputation is destroyed on that street. The wolf pack got you. I was absolutely destroyed and I didn't understand what was going on. Just people howling at an innocent runner. A semi-innocent runner. You did spit on their lawn. I get home that day. I'm physically damaged. I'm mentally beaten down. And the worst comes to worst. I was going to take a shower 10 minutes later. I can't even get up. My right leg's so busted. I was stranded in my chair for three hours that day. You really shouldn't have done those squats the day before. 
So this haunted you for probably around 24 hours. Yes, at the very least. But now, like, I know about the howling. The only issue is I still got, like, 20 families that saw me spit in someone's lawn. There's, like, three aspects to it because there's, like, the physical part, the social part, and the mental part, which you both you experienced all three. All three at, in one, I think, 30 minutes. As much as it... Uh, you know what? I'm not going to be nice. I was going to say as much as it was, like, uh, like I don't want to take uh, pleasure in your pain. But, you know, I kind of do want to take pleasure in your pain because you give me shit all the time. And I think I'm definitely willing I to... give you shit? I'm... I'm pr- when have I given you shit? See episode one. That wasn't me giving you shit, though. Really? What would you describe it as? I would say I was trying to give you sagacious advice. Wow, that is a good word. What What was that word again? Can you give that to me? I don't think I pronounced it right. <laughs> sagacious? I think it might be sagacious sagacious it's actually a word i have never heard so can you can we play a little game of our new segment bear's dictionary corner bear can you define for us the word sagacious 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 means wise clever shrewd along those lines so I was giving you that day sagacious advice about how you treated yourself. Okay, fair enough. But uh, I'd like to give you, well, it's not really, I guess, advice at all. I'd just like to express my schadenfreude, which will be Nico's dictionary word of the day, which I already know the definition of, but I can um, bring it up here. You just want an official definition. Yes, schadenfreude, pleasure derived by someone from another person's misfortune. I relish in the fact that uh, just the image of you (laughs) running away almost in tears. (laughs) Not running, jogging jogging with a limp. Jogging with a limp in tears nearly as lights like start to come on in the background and more families come out all seemingly gathered around a proverbial fire to howl at you in shame. Note that the whole time that they were howling at me, I really needed to spit again. I'm already biased towards your situation for several reasons. First of all, because uh, I run uh, like you. I've been in that boat and I am constantly needing to spit when I'm running. And I think that might have been what started to generate my... No, I don't think that's definitely... It's not what started to generate my love for spitting. And that's a weird thing to say. That's a (laughs) weird idea to put in the world, a love for spitting. So I just want to sort of clarify that because that's my second bias is I do... I think, I guess I would say... I do love spitting. I guess I would... If I had to... (laughs) If I had to put it into words, I guess I have a sort of not so secret spitting fetish. Okay, not a spitting fetish. That's a whole different thing, <laughs> which we're not going to explore yet. But you'll probably, <laughs> Lordy. I guess I have a sort of not so secret um, enjoyment of not not. It's not really <laughs> the spitting. It's 
it's, it sounds like a fetish. It's the idea of spitting. It's like the the concept of spitting is just funny to me. I don't know. I think it's something. It, there's some sort of like funny. I think it's more so your mind works in a different manner from normal humans. Well, I mean, I do have my Nico Rat persona, and Nico Rat spits a lot, and Nico Rat has a thing that he says when he turns into Nico Rat. Like when you spit on my car window. Yeah, and I think I just take pleasure. I don't take pleasure in the spitting. Yes, I definitely you take, take pleasure. Okay, I take a little bit of pleasure in the spitting, but I also take a lot of pleasure in the in the effects the Shodan fraud the, the shot and everybody else. Yeah, the effects it has on everyone else um that I know. I'll say that I'm not a complete monster. I have if I was Are you a spitter in college? When I'm running, definitely. I'm spitting. Anytime I run, I don't feel bad about spitting. You spit a lot more than when you're just running, though. That's true. But I'll, when I'm running, I'll spit in front of an old man. I don't care. That's that's running zone. That spitting is allowed in the running zone, in my opinion. Let me ask you this. If you're hanging out with a group of your friends, maybe in a car, mm-hmm. college friends specifically, okay, would you spit on the car window? There are people that I'm friends with in college that I have a real respect for, or maybe not a real respect as much as a a real, I have a real self-awareness of the fact that they could do much better than me. So if I go around and start spitting on their car, I'm not in the best negotiable position, whereas you... I can definitely say I feel safe in spitting on my car and going to sleep that night. Your car, you mean spitting in yeah, my spitting car. In, spitting in your car and knowing that the next day our friendship will not be negatively affected because, frankly, you're not going to get better than me, hun. So. I hated the way you said that. I... I thought I'd go for it. Again, your voice already irritates me. Adding in that little bit of flair just makes it worse. You don't like the flair, honey? (laughs) You sounded like Forrest Gump. Do you think my reputation is ruined on that particular street? I would say... Do you think I have good reason to not want to leave the house for a month? This is one of those situations where we really do need a... Okay, no, here's a real question. Do you think... That with my need to spit, I should have spat again. Uh, it might have made it more normal. Like they see you spit again because here's the real problem is you spat in front of them, dude. You spat in front of their eyes. You spat on their yard. That's rough. Like I spit all the time, but you're not seeing me choose to specifically as I approach someone, look them like in the eye and like spit basically right under their car, right? On the lawn next to their car. But it probably to them it probably looked like I spit on their tire. Yeah, like in that case, I know you weren't aware, but I would have like in my awareness done it, like seen them coming, do it a little bit earlier, pass them, do it a little bit later, even if I have to suffer for a little bit, I would specifically avoid, even though I agree that the run the run zone is a safe zone for spitting. It's still sort of in poor form to just sort of aim the spit towards someone. 
even if you're not hitting them? I guess so. I never feel safe. Is that is that because of me? Not really. Oh, that's reassuring. I'm glad I don't. Around you, I kind of feel an intent to kill. What? Don't worry about it. No, I mean, you can't just can't just ignore that. An intent to kill? That's not what I said. That's an intent to, to maim, an intent to murder. That's an intent to go to prison, bud. I did not say that. That's an intent that I intend to end. That was a wonderful story. I think that, I do think that your reputation is a little bit destroyed, I gotta admit. But that's from two very socially unaware, or I would say you're socially unaware, I'm more socially I don't care. I would agree that you're socially unaware. No, you're socially unaware, I'm cool. (laughs) So what happens next? I guess what happens next is that I meet the love of my life, like you did. Wow, that's beautiful. Hello. This is Caitlin Nicholson. Hello. <laughs> and, w- <clears throat> and welcome to our little slice of the internet. Basically, Bear is my friend. Right, would you say? Only friend. What do you you want to be more than friends? <laughs> I thought I was a little bit more. But like what? <laughs> I mean, I guess if you only consider me a friend, it's kind of awkward now for me to consider you more than just my friend. So I'll say, I'll say, I'll say you're my friend. I can't believe this is the first you're bringing this up in front of, in front of <laughs> Caitlin. This is so embarrassing. You always do this to me every time I show you off to someone new. <laughs> Show me off. I'm like a showpiece now. Well, if you want to be more than friends, you can be my trophy wife. How about that? (laughs) Trophy. Caitlin, why don't we start with just how much you remember from the last podcast, and then maybe you can uh, give us your thoughts on that situation and how we could get better. Yeah, I mean, I guess... The main thing is just you finding the love of your life and then not going back to see her. Oh. Um, <laughs> You're on Team Nico? I'm on Team... Team Romance. The girl. Ooh, oh. <laughs> team... The, oh, wow. Bear, we just got got. We're so much... We're... Engrossed in ourselves. We didn't even <laughs> think of the possibility of <laughs> the random girl having a team it was either well, one of yeah, us we're always thinking about ourselves <laughs> yeah there's not there wasn't even an option so i guess yeah that's definitely the right answer yeah you congratulations caitlin you got it you. you're, tr- you're trying to shut me out because you know what i'm gonna ask about yeah what there was a there was a sequence inside where nico <laughs> where nico tries to scientifically say girlfriend but instead he utters the cringeworthy phrase potential partners. I was wondering if you caught on to that. I did not. (laughs) You might have to listen back. I might have to. I was honestly, I was listening to that episode when I was in the bath. So I was like kind of in and out and just like relaxing while also hearing Nico talk about his love of life. It sounds like you phased out at just the perfect time to save Nico from himself. 
obviously I think my my opinion of my use of the phrase well we don't need to say the phrase again. Say it. No, say it. Say it. I don't I don't see say why that's we need necessary. A, we need a clip. Say it. What do you mean I we need a clip? Necessary. We had an entire podcast. Th- think about it this way. You don't think it's necessary, but I think it's necessary. It doesn't hurt you to say it again. What does do you mean? It? You can't just say put it I'm this just, way and then say exactly it, what you're thinking. Of course that's what you're thinking. That's what you want. It, <laughs> it does it doesn't hurt for you to say it again. I just want to hear those two words from your mouth. Potential partners. <laughs> I think it's not too bad. But maybe that's just from being going to school in Portland, where like everyone refers to whoever they're dating as their partner. So that's just like, I don't know, not weird to me. I guess I was trying to be a little more scientific in that mm-hmm. way too. I am a I am quite uh I don't know, responsible, sort of a good person in, I think, every way. So that sort of exemplifies that. I don't know about that, but I'm not going to expose you this time. Really? What are you talking about? Those will come later. Okay. I mean, we all make our mistakes. I don't see... I'm not Uh, calling you out. I'm not not calling a mistake a frequent event that occurs. That's not called a mistake. That is clearly intentional. And you're really driving me to the point where I really just want to say it right now, but I, I'm holding myself back because I am a good person and a good friend because apparently I'm not more than a friend to you. <laughs> I don't want to waste Caitlin's time, time here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, let's just... No, I can't bring this up, can I? If I ask about you uh, having an issue saying hello to other people. Well, I mean, that's really what happened. I mean, you did say something else in the pod about her being good looking, so that's like also a fairly important part. I would see. I don't see what that has to do with because you do you do have a. I'm not. uh, You're really against me. This I feel like, Caitlin. I just want you, for the record, to state my correctness or incorrectness because I feel like Bear is stepping up his level exponentially. against me see now that there's two against me i have to i have to turn myself into two to beat two <laughs> what a weird you're like a super villain in your mind doubling yourself i mean i guess i think i think you did a good um with what you could especially if you're, like if you're not used to people like t- trying to say hi to you on the runs and stuff that can be very weird Ouch. and if you're <laughs> Um, okay. No, I think you did. You did fine. All right. I mean, fine is better than what Bear was. Suggesting. I didn't say you did bad. I'm just saying you could have done a lot. Like better. I don't think you're a bad person. I think there was a there's a chance. I, okay, I do think he's a bad person. <laughs> oh, yeah, sometimes. But... Um, <laughs> Yikes! But it's not like negative, is what you're saying. It's no. It was like a just like one of those like misconnection type things where it's like you could have. Mm-hmm. You saw this person, and now she's stuck in your head forever, and you may have not another chance again, which is fine, but maybe you'll see her again in the future, and then you'll initiate right. the way. There's a story behind it now. It's got... So the red string wasn't there that day. The what? what you... But it may yet grow again. You don't think this has <laughs> uh, affected her in any substantial way past the point of non-waving it depends on like what she thought of you like if she looked at you and you're like wow that's the most attractive person i've ever seen in my life and then you didn't wait back she might have been like well shit that's right my life's over 
But otherwise, and she's like, that's that looks like a cool guy with a cute dog. He didn't wave. She's like, eh. Oh, so it's more of a dog thing <laughs> in that case. <laughs> <laughs> well, the question is, was she waving at you or was she waving at Sandy? I feel like she did make eye contact and smile at me. So I feel like, I don't know, I, that seems like a fair indication that it wasn't necessarily towards the dog. Mm-hmm. But I mean, not to say that I was by any means impacted substantially after the fact. I just want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm not. It's not like you made a podcast about it. <laughs> wow. She got you there. <laughs> I see how this is really going now. I came into this hoping that it was going to be a, like a two against one. Lingering. What? Uh, I just said lingering. You don't have to be so offended. I wasn't, I was wondering what you said. You're, if anything, you're the one who's offended, defensive, and also offensive. Again, you got me in like a weird state of irritated and angry. (laughs) AKA your your usual state. What what is my next step? What do I do next to improve as a human being? You gotta track down this girl. Really? Uh, Go on a run at the same time until you see her again. So not like find this girl's house, knock on her door, like, hey, two weeks ago, you know. I made a podcast I, uh, about <laughs> you. I forgot to back. <laughs> Do people normally like wave at each other if you're like running by or things like no. that? No, I think that might be one of the first times that just a stranger has waved at me. Like a person I here's have- the thing. I think in general, when I'm outside, it's the older people that tend to wave at me, right? That's fair. Or like greet me, yeah. And then you really don't make contact with the younger people. I think because everybody has their mutual anxiety when they come around. So I guess I can see I'm sort of having a little bit of insight here that I'm propagating this systematic uh, negativity towards one another, avoiding greetings and happy glances. Yes, in the end, you're you're the bad guy. Yeah, I agree. Wow. I did not see that coming. Now that, that is that's a twist. the only clip we need. That's that's the only voice clip that we need now. <laughs> I really did not. I did not see that coming. Okay, I you're not a bad guy. <laughs> um, um, but then maybe from now on, wave at the odd odd person. See what happens. Give, give a little give a little smile with a head thing. A little head nod. I guess you know. I didn't think about that. Like. You sort of, or at least I do, mentally punish yourself for these little incidents of of social idiosyncrasy. But then, personally, I never reach a point that's introspective enough to actually act on it and try and improve to to go out and correct the the veering off the road in whatever uh, socially implanted way I like have started to veer towards. But from now on, I will wave at the odd person, give them a smile, and maybe I will in turn learn to be loved. Uh, that's a little far, but... And then maybe to, to one of the people that you wave at, this whole process <laughs> is going to start over again. They're going to be like, oh, should yeah. I back? What do I do now? Like, ah. <laughs> yeah. It's a butterfly effect. Thank you, Caitlin. Yes, thank you. Of course, you're welcome. For being our first intermediary component.
God, I hated that sentence. Onward.